the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. There's a message true and glad for the sinful and the sad. Ring it out. Ring it out. Ring it out. Ring it out. It will give them courage new. It will help them to be true. Ring it out. Ring it out. Ring it out. Ring it out. Ring out. Good afternoon, folks, and welcome back to another episode of Redeeming the Time. I'm your host, Chris Macy. And I'm so glad you could be here with us today. I'm the minister here with the North Valley Church of Christ up here in Cave Creek. You can find out more about this congregation by going to our website, www.nvcoc.net. And you can uh, learn about the, the work we have going on here. And there's a radio mic right there on the front page if you click on that. You can get not only this show, but all of our past shows as well. So I encourage you to do that. Well, we are, we got a lot of things I want us to take a look at and talk about that's in the news or has been going on in the news. And let's start with the, the simplest one. It, you know, it's days like this where I, I wish I was doing a live show and I was taking phone calls because I would like to get or hear your opinion. I've been trying to get folks to email me or post comments online for me, but uh, folks just don't seem to want to do that. But if you would like to, you can email me at chris, C-H-R-I-S, at rmcnews.net. That stands for the Rocky Mountain Christian News. Uh, That's a newspaper I work with. And you can email me there, and any questions or comments you have about the show, even if I don't agree with it, I'll talk about it here, and I won't disparage you, but uh, definitely will want to know what the Bible says in relation to that. So there's a couple things I want us to talk about. And the first one is, uh, it was a headline that caught my eye. I think I saw it on Drudge Report or somewhere online. I don't remember, but um, I did look it up later. I did a search for it for this thing called Pope, the Pope's Prayer, or no, it's called Click to Pray. Click to Pray is a, it's an app that the Pope of the Catholic Church put out. And when I first saw the headline, Click to Pray, I thought, what is that? Is that something where you just go on there, you hit a button, and someone's going to pray for you somewhere? Or maybe it's some sort of prayer reminder app? I don't know. So I looked it up online, and uh, they have this big festival coming up for the youth, or, he, or the Pope Francis is going to be there. And uh, he has this app where you can get on there and you can see what the Pope is praying for and you can pray with the Pope. Click to pray. And I guess that's a nice gesture. I, I, that's okay. Um, I, I know there's a lot of uh, those kinds of apps out there and programs. Uh, I use the Logos Bible software and they have uh, prayer groups there. Um, but when you don't know the folks like this and you're doing it online, it, in my mind, it loses something. Especially, you know, I don't know. It just it loses something. I like when I pray with folks 
with who are with me, even if I don't know them, then it's better when they're with me or even over the phone. But even when I do it over the phone, there's something missing there. Uh, I like to be in their presence or for them to be in my presence with me when we pray to the Lord. Uh, we have the song and prayer service here at North Valley. We do it the uh, beginning of each month on the Sunday night. Um, and But anyway, you know, I'm interested in your thoughts about that, especially if you're out there and you're a member of the Catholic Church. Are you using that? And if you are, I'd like to know how, how well it works, how you like it, and how it uh, helps you in your walk with Christ. Are you growing spiritually? Is this helping you grow in your prayer life? Well, another thing I'd like to talk about with the uh, has to do with the Catholic Church is this um, incident that I'm sure you have heard about and read about with the Covington Catholic uh, Academy, where those uh, young men were at uh, in Washington, D.C. They were all wearing their red, or not all, uh, several of them were wearing the red Make America Great Again hats. And a video came out where it, it looked like, you know, maybe these kids were giving this uh, Native American a hard time. It looked bad. And a lot of people on the left and on the right were condemning those young kids for well, that video and what was said uh, about, about it. Not, not what was said in it, but what was said about it. And then it comes out where you get a full video of what actually happened and absolutely false. It was a whole other thing where this uh, Native American fellow was actually uh, came up to these young men and began to berate them and yell at them. And all this kid did was just stand there smiling, taking it all, taking. It. And this is after they've already been accosted by a couple, another group. And so these young men were doing the right thing while just just standing there, not raising a hand or speaking ill of anyone. It looks like. And uh, it, they did nothing wrong. They did nothing wrong. High school kids, they did nothing wrong. They were simply there taking in the sights. And so what if they're wearing a Make America Great Again hat, which obviously symbolizes the, the movement of Donald, President Donald Trump. And now you've got these people out there going after them. They're, they're, they're calling for this doxing of them or they're posting, they want their addresses and names posted online and uh, have all this information out there about them. Uh, you've got people threatening the school. And the threats got so bad. At first, the, the school was going to open today, uh, but the, they were going to have this heightened security because of some of the threats. But the threats have gotten so many and so serious, they told all the parents, all the kids, don't come to class, don't come to school, and don't come to school property for any reason at all. Stay away. Stay away. Think about that. If that was where your kid was going to school. Now, man, my, I know my kids, they'd be scared to death about going back to that school. And I couldn't blame them. Because uh, now what? So... This week, I'll say you're off for this whole week, but then next week, is it safe? Is something going to happen to my child because of some bunch of crazy people who are angry about something that didn't actually happen? What's going on out here, folks? What is going on? What has happened to our country? You may be thinking, Chris, I thought this was a religious program. Well, it is. But you know, and, and we're going to get to it, but... We're setting the premise here about what's going on out here in our country. 
Look how divided we are. And it doesn't matter right or wrong. As soon as it, uh, it seems like as soon as one side takes a position, boom, they stay there. It doesn't matter what the facts are. It doesn't matter what the truth is. They're sticking to their guns. Despite the truth, and we know the truth now, those young men didn't do anything wrong. They didn't do anything wrong. How sad. Uh, and then not only that, now we're looking at the immigration issue. We got, that's constantly going on. Uh, Trump campaigned on doing this uh, wall, you know, building a wall, and everybody was expecting that to come eventually. And here he is. He's trying to build a wall. Now, you know, personally, my beef with this is why didn't he try to build a wall when he had the full Republican Congress with House and Senate? I don't know. He waited now until the Democrats had control of that. I don't understand that, but whatever. But now, you know, you got this shutdown of the government. They're trying to get the wall built. And he comes out with this compromise. Here, I'll give you what you want. You give me what I want. And we all are happy. And one side said, no. You got people coming up here to the border, crossing illegally into the country. We are a nation of laws. All nations are a nation of laws. And you got, again, people on both sides sticking to their guns and no one's willing to compromise. Well, some want to compromise, but the other side won't compromise. And it's not because, I don't think it's because they believe so boldly in, in their thoughts of what they're thinking uh, as far as the issue goes. It's all politics for them. It's become all about power and in control and all this other stuff. That's what it seems like to me. And they're willing to sacrifice unity of the country for power. Or to get their way. In our Bibles, over in the book of Romans, chapter uh, 14, I think it is, 13. Oh, wrong glasses here. We're told, as a people, let me start in verse 1. I've mentioned this so many times before. Every person is to be in subjection to the governing authorities. For there is no authority except from God, and those which exist are established by God. Therefore, whoever resists authority has opposed the ordinance of God, and they, have, they who have opposed will receive condemnation upon themselves. Okay, what's the authority? The governing powers. And the governing powers are the people that we elect, and their job is to enforce our laws. All of them whether we like those laws or not, whether they like those laws or not. We have a law about entering the country. That's why they're called illegal immigrants. Not that we're trying to be derogatory against them. They're breaking the law. There's a, a right way and a wrong way to come into the country. We can't just open up all the, wall, uh, uh, the gates and just let whoever come in. Otherwise, you're going to get, allow terrorists to come in. Otherwise, you're going to allow diseases to come in, which is already happening, by the way. And it is to protect the people in the country already. Those who are here legally, those who are born here legally, and those who of us who abide by the law. I don't understand why this is such a big sticking point. And is it worth 
dividing over. Some people may say, yes, it is. It's worth dividing over. Oh, okay. Do you know understand what that means, division? It means tearing the country apart, allowing a civil war to, to approach and come. What happens in a civil war? Your children, my children, will die. For what? Because of immigration? They're going to die because uh, of fake news? Seriously? You really want our young men and women to fight one another and die because of our bickering? I get frustrated. This angers me. It is so childish and ignorant that we're having to deal with these things. And while we're dealing with all these silly little things, we're missing the bigger picture. And we're missing it because we are not united. When you're not united, then you have to deal with all these immature little issues and we lose focus on what's more important. I started a series on Wednesday night up here at North Valley. Uh, Theo Jones actually is our uh, uh, teaches on Wednesday nights here for us. But sometimes he can't make it. for uh, he's, he's got to go somewhere. He's out of town or, or he's not feeling well. And so I'll, I'll fill in. And I like to do a series. I don't like to just randomly do things here and there. So I like to go work through something. So I thought, you know what? I'm going I'm to work through the book of Revelation. Oh, man, you may be thinking, Revelation, that's a tough book. That's hard, Chris. You sure you're gonna just going to work through that? Well, yeah, I am. Is it hard? Sure it is. There's a lot there. It's a lot to try to understand and take in. But let me tell you some things from uh, from that lesson that uh, I think a lot of us miss. We, we're, we're, we miss a lot, of, a lot from this because we're scared of it. And be honest, those of you out there listening right now, how often do you read the book of Revelation? When you're reading through the Bible or through the New Testament, have you sometimes skipped over Revelation or just blown through it? And then how many of you, how many of you have actually studied the book of Revelation? And how many times have you studied it compared to the rest of the books of the New Testament? I bet you most of you have never studied it. You may have read it here and there, but a lot of times you may skip over it. And if you have studied it, it's only been once, maybe twice, and that and not and not much, because we are intimidated by the book of Revelation. And in my studies, I have found the book of Romans to be far more difficult of a study than the book of Revelation. If I had to categorize them, the most difficult to study, Romans would be number one. And the reason why is because Paul's thoughts, he'll have like one thought and he'll explain it, will last for not just one, two, or three, or four chapters, five, six, or seven chapters long, one thought. That's hard. It's hard to, de to figure out how he's developing and, and seeing it because he's got such a long section on one thing. Revelation is difficult because we have so many differing, vastly different opinions out there on the book. And so there's so since we're we're not united in our understanding and we're not united in a lot of things in the Bible, we're divided. You see where I'm getting at here, right? My connection here is that since we're like this, we 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 begin to branch out and have differing views. 
I mean, think about it. If you were an actual alien, you came here to this earth, and and you come down, and you think, well, okay, let's find out what people believe in. First off, you see that there's religions all over the place. Well, all right, let me go with the Christian faith. And then you get into the Christian faith, and not only is it divided, I mean, you got vastly differing understandings of the Bible. you got some groups who claim that Jesus was not even a real person, but some spiritual, uncorporeal thing that you couldn't even touch or feel. You have other people who say he was just a good guy, but just a prophet, not the Son of God. You have others who say, oh, he is the spiritual brother of Lucifer. And then you have others who all say, yeah, he is the Son of God, but you only understand this about him, and this is what he teaches in the Bible. And you got others who say, no, 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 he only teaches this about the Bible. And you got others who say, oh, no, no. It doesn't matter what you believe, we're all going to heaven. There is no hell, despite what the Bible says. We're so divided. And then you look at our world, you look at our situations, and it seems so hopeless, doesn't it, at times? Where is the Christian faith going? We're, we're becoming persecuted again in our, in our own country, in our own world. We're becoming the most persecuted religion again if you're a Christian. Why? That, that's dumbfounding to me because of all the faiths out there, the Christian faith is the one, and if you're studying the Bible properly, that tells you, submit to your government. Even if you live in China, submit to your government. <laughs> it's, yes. I mean, come on. Paul was telling the Romans, submit to the government. Who was theirs? The Roman government, the ones that crucified the Christ and are persecuting Paul and others. Submit to them. Live at your best of your ability. Live at peace with all men. And in our Bibles, in the book of Revelation today, here's another thing how we are divided and not unified. In the, we're, we're intimidated by the, this book of Revelation. We're intimidated to read and study it. But listen to what we are told here in verse 3. Chapter 1, verse 3 says, Blessed is he who reads and those who hear the words of the prophecy... And heed the things which are written in it, for the time is near. The he and those who hear are not just the readers in John's day. It's for you and me. And there are seven blessings found throughout the book of Revelation for those who are reading and studying this. Seven. I'm not going to go through those right now, but they are there. They're for you and me. The overarching theme, I hope, I'm not sure, but surely most people agree, the overarching theme is, don't. I know it seems hopeless out there in the world, the persecution, it seems like you're in a hopeless state, but you've already won. You're won because you're in Christ, because Christ already beat Satan. He's overcome the world. He's overcome death. And if you're in Christ, you got it. Just keep on keeping on. For the Lord, don't give up. And yet Satan, and I believe it, he is the one that's propagated this. He has gotten us to believe so much that we can't understand the book of Revelation. It's too difficult. It's too intimidating. We don't even read and study it anymore. Very rarely. <clears throat> Why? Oh, we can't understand. It's too chock full of imagery and difficulties. It's about future things. We get so tied up in the imagery and the future and this and that. And we miss the point. And we don't read where it says, Blessed is he who reads and those who hear 
the words of the prophecy. And not only hear it, but heed the things that are written in it. Well, what things? John, what are you talking about? Jesus wins. He's already won. And if you're in him, you win. You're already there. Well, how can we be sure that we really win? I mean, I don't know if I'm actually going to be saved. Well, John's already dealt with that in his letter that we title First John. Over there, uh, let's start in verse, verse 9 of chapter 5. 1 John 5, verse 9, If we receive the testimony of men, the testimony of God is greater. For the testimony of God is this, that he has testified concerning his Son. The one who believes in the Son of God has the testimony in himself. The one who does not believe God has made him a liar because he has not believed in the testimony that God has given concerning his son. And the testimony is this. Here's the important part. Here's the testimony, verse 11. That God has given us eternal life. And this life is in his son. He who has the son has the life. He who does not have the Son of God does not have the life. Now, what he's saying here is, you, if you have the Son, <clears throat> the t- testimony of God is this, that if, you are, if you're a baptized believer in Christ, if you're in Christ and Christ is in you, you have eternal life. You got it already. E- eternal life isn't something you're going to get if, you can obey all the commands of God and earn your way to heaven. And I know a lot of us know, oh, well, we know you don't earn your way to heaven, Chris. But we live our lives like that, don't we? We think, well, I don't have eternal life yet. i got to keep doing this and keep doing that and check all my boxes so that I can get eternal life. No. Eternal life is, is a gift. It's a gracious gift. And when you are baptized into Christ, God gives you the gift. It's free. He says, here you go. Eternal life is yours. And when do you have it? Right now. Right now. You've already got it. And that's another thing that John wants his readers to understand in the book of Revelation. It's another thing that he wants you and I to understand. We already have it. And if you have it, you're not worried, right? If you know you're going to have eternal life with the Father, nothing can worry or, or make you fret. Now, yeah, you can have some hard times. You can get down and get low, but... Ultimately, you come back and you, you're, you're energized back in the Word. That's why we come to services. We don't forsake the assembling together for the encouragement and the ministering of one another and the praising of our Lord and remembering what He's done for us in His Son. And the book of Revelation is all about that. Jesus already won. You're already there. For those of you who are in Him, you've already got it. Just keep on keeping on. Don't give up. Up. The Hebrew writer is, is dealing with the same thing. He's asking, what in the world did you miss about the Christ? Why would you leave? You're acting as if you couldn't, you can't do it, but you already did. You made it. Just hold fast. It, it's like when you're at the airport. Have you ever gone to the airport and noticed people who don't have a, a, a full-fledged ticket? They're on standby. They're up there at the counter, you know, fidgeting, asking, hey, am I in? Am I in? Am I going to make it? And they don't know if they're going to make it or not. But those of us who have the ticket to get on the plane, are you worried? No. You've got a ticket. 
You're getting on. You're good to go. That's that's us who are already in Christ, and Christ is in us. We're there. We've already received eternal life. It's ours. We are now aliens in this world because this world is not our home. Our, our home is in heaven with the Father. For now, we continue to be here in this world, and so we act as salt and light. We're ambassadors for Christ, trying to tell everyone else, while there's still time, to redeem the time. Make the most of the opportunity that the Father has given you. Make things right with the Lord. Hear His commands and obey. Have, have that, that kind of faith, a loving faith, a loving obedience. And obey. you don't obey the commands because you're trying to earn salvation. You obey the commands because of your love for the Father, because of what He's already done for us in His Son. Because when you understand what He's done, you're going to do what He says. You're going to be so thankful for Him. I have a, a lot of things I do uh, for for the uh, the church, some workshops, a newspaper, and people who greatly contribute monetarily or in some way to those efforts, whatever they want, they get. I have a, a couple who really makes the workshop uh, tackling the text happen. Their, their uh, monetary uh, giving and, and in other ways of helping uh, uh, work the work there, in so many ways, whenever they want, uh, want to buy, I have some paraphernalia I sell, whenever they want that stuff, they say, hey, Chris, I want to buy this. They try to give me money. I don't accept it. I give it to them, whatever they want. Why do I do that? Because I'm so gracious for what they've done uh, for, this, for the effort. Without them, it wouldn't happen. So whatever they want. Oh, you want, you want your own rooms up there at the camp? You got it. No worries. Whatever you want. Man, I'll make you a, a, a whole meal of your own if you want. I'll give you a back rub. <laughs> you name it, you got it. And when we understand what God has done for us, in his son, when you really get it, man, Lord, whatever you want, it's yours. But we have to be united, united in that truth, in his word. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, the word was God. And then later on, the word became flesh, his son. And he presented us, he showed us the father. And now that word is written down here for us, and we study and read it, and we must be united in it. And that's where we find salvation in Christ, because he is the word. Make the most of the opportunities afforded to us. Don't let this world distract you from what's more important. Well, I'm running out of time. I, want, I think I want to keep talking about this next week. So I hope you tune in again next week, Tuesday, 4 o'clock, or find us online. May the Lord bless you. Please pray for unity and get into the Word. Have a blessed day and have a blessed week. Till the sinful world be one for Jehovah's mighty Son. Ring it out. Ring it out. Ring it out. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.